a bad father. I mean, I'm a bad father. Found out that our son, the liar, had been fired three weeks ago. From Blockbuster? How do I do that? They got Reese's Bunkies working as managers over there. Objection, Your Honor. This court is after the truth, not the opinion of the defendant's father. You want my opinion? My son is a moron. I withdraw my objection. Please proceed. Since when do you read? Since when do you care? Since I'm your father and I'll put you through that wall. Move your ass. You're going to be late. But, Dad. But nothing. Oh, sorry, Princess. I thought you were busy. Hello. Welcome to the Worst Parents Out There, our first episode. I'm Alex. And with me always is my partner and my dear, dear friend, Pat. Hey, what's going on? Now, I don't know if I should say Patrick or Pat. I think no, either one's fine. I'm good with, with Patrick. One. Sounds more formal. Yeah, makes you sound smarter if you go with Patrick over Pat. True, which is what I use at work again to make me sound smarter. So, uh, but yeah, either one's fine. Okay, that's exciting. <laughs> that's ex- you know, a little behind the scenes of what you do at work. Go by Patrick. I always right, knew that's you. That's mainly it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a buddy who goes by like his full name. His name's Maxwell. But at work, that's all. But like all his friends and all call him Max. But like at work, it's just Maxwell. I don't know. My name's just Alex. It's not Alexander or anything like that. So right, I do get called Al sometimes. Yes, yeah, yeah, I much better, <laughs> and you know, makes you make you makes you sound way more badass. It does. At work, my boss calls me jerk face, so I don't know if that <laughs> sounds smart or not. I do. Well, welcome to our podcast. It's a parenting podcast. Uh, me and Pat are both parents somehow. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> but yeah, we're both parents. We both have kids. The premise of our podcast is that we're, we're not the best parents, but we have a firm belief that we're not the worst parents out there. There's somebody worse than us. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're both relatively new parents, right? I have a, uh, a one-year-old, soon-to-be two-year-old, and one on the way. And you have two yourself. Yeah, I got a three-year-old, three-and-a-half, and a, a ten-month-old. Yeah, so we're both, you know, trying to navigate all things parenting, being new parents. We don't, you know, we don't think we're the, the worst parents ever, but... Yeah, we're we're definitely not, you know, the greatest at it. So, um uh we're here to talk about everything parenting and discuss news topics, TV shows and movies, stuff like that. Yeah, new parenting trends and yeah. things like that. Stuff in the news. Right. Mostly doing a podcast to get away from our kids. So, <laughs> and also also we are here to judge worse parents. Oh yeah, we're going to judge everybody. <laughs> Even good parents. Like you're too good of a parent. I mean, like we said we're going to cover some News topics, and I hope get some people want to send in questions. We can answer your questions. It won't be good advice, but it'll be advice you can take it or leave it. Yeah, I would mostly I leave it. I don't know. I might have one a good thing yourself. <laughs> so you want to start off with like news stories, or do you want to talk? Start off with like a couple of questions we have. Let's start off with questions. Yeah, that we, yeah, we can. We're going to ask ourselves just to get like a little background. Yeah, sure. For you guys to get us. To know it's a little bit better, more <laughs> intimate. And who wouldn't want that? A lot of people. <laughs> um, so the first question that we, we were thinking about for ourselves was like, when, when you became a parent, parent, Pat, what was your biggest fear about becoming a parent? Mine had always been money, being able to afford it, <laughs> um, hospital bills, child care, 
everything from diapers to, you know, whether it was formula or clothes or whatever, stuff beyond that, again, going back to childcare, you know, activities, all that stuff. So still, still worried about that stuff. Yeah, that, that was, that was my hesitancy into, into starting a family. Well, it's tough because you want like the best life for your kids. So you need to afford that stuff. Right, right. They're also super expensive. Very, very expensive. But it's like that's one of those things like when you have them, you just kind of like shift your priorities. Yeah, yeah. You kind of just, you, you force yourself or you naturally kind of too. Probably looking back, I didn't even realize some of it, you know, that you don't do anymore or that um, you do less of or whatever. You're always lighting cigars with uh, $20 <laughs> bills. So I assume that stopped. Yes, yes, me sitting in my uh, Anirondack chair in, in the front of the house on the lawn, you know, reminiscing about owning land and, yes, lighting my cigars with $20 bills. <laughs> I know, I got lucky. My wife is one who likes to plan and do coupons and all. So for like our second kid, we already had diapers saved up. That's because Walgreens was having a clearance sale and then she bought 10 boxes of size four diapers for like $9 each. Damn. <laughs> So, like, I don't know, she's good at that stuff. And yeah. Yeah, you just kind of playing differently when it's just not you. You don't feel like I don't buy myself really as much as I used to because I like to buy them stuff so they can experience more things like that. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. And, and, and it is easier when you have a partner or somebody with you to, to help plan for those things. Yeah, my wife is definitely better with the money stuff. I mean, if, if it was all up to me, we'd probably be out on the streets. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were both history majors in college, <laughs> so we didn't really plan for the future. So not whatsoever. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. My wife handles all the bills and things like that. I just, I'm just here. <laughs> She's pretty much has three kids. I just have the two. <laughs> my biggest fear about having kids is, I didn't really have too many. I was just always excited. I used to babysit my cousins, and I used to work at, like, a boy's home where I was used, so I'm kind of used to kids. But my thing was just, like, having the patience for kids, especially babies, that's, especially when they're young, like, the lack of sleep and all is, I feel like, the hardest part. It's, like, the lack of patience with kids, as I thought would be my biggest fear. And and did that come to fruition? Like, do you feel like you you have to, like, check yourself every every few times or whatever when something comes up or do you feel like you've you've got a good handle on it i think so i've gotten definitely better by the time the second one came with like kids waking up in the middle of the night eventually it ends and then like when we had our second one i forgot like how often they had to eat <laughs> like it wasn't even that long it's like two years ago and i'm like I forgot how often they have to eat and how often they're waking up and you're just kind of tired you do forget that by the time they're like a year and a half. Oh yeah, they used to do all this stuff. So that's a kind of fades and Yeah, yeah, the phases they they do you don't realize it until they're gone, the phases that they've they, they go pretty quickly. You think back, you're like, Yeah, she was just doing that last month or two months ago and you're like, Yeah, a month isn't that long for something to be going on at all. But in the moment I th- I think it feels a lot longer. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I had the same the same fear, too. Now, having a child, I'm actually much better in, in the patience category than my wife. Um, 
you know, so I have to kind of take over sometimes when, you know, she gets frustrated or what or whatever, um, which is bizarre because I, I thought I'd be the one with the, <laughs> the patience issues. Well, it's also like, it's nice that you have somebody like you can switch off with. Yeah, exactly. I think a, you know, it's. She's better really with the like money. A, I'm better with the patience. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 My, my wife is just better at both of them. <laughs> I'm better when it comes to like this. So you're just there. Around. <laughs> I just carry them around places and yeah. fill up the car with. You're the uh, muscle. You know. Yeah. That's all being a dad is. is yeah. Get the stroller, put in mm-hmm. the car, get the car seat, carry them around. You're the. Yeah, you're you're the you're the family uh, driver. What what would they call those? The you know the rich chauffeur. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well, it's like you always hear about old man strength and all, and then like, oh, when you're a dad, you just yeah, you just do everything. They <laughs> can like, oh, can you pick this up for me? Can you move? You know, like oh my son, my three year old, all he wants to do right now is be lift up and touch the ceiling. Man, I can't do that all the time. Oh my gosh. Up and down, up and down. When does it end? Yeah, when I say no more. <laughs> My back hurts. <laughs> I want to lay down. Do they? Do they cry? Do they get upset? Uh, not too bad. I mean, no. he's pretty. He does. You can tell like when he's upset. He's either hungry or tired. It's never like he's usually pretty fine outside of that. But he's just a normal being. Like once, if he's hungry or tired, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna say that's how it usually works. They're either hungry or tired. You know, but he's usually we was lucky with him when he was like one and all, and he would throw like tantrums. His tantrum would just be laying face down on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so he would be upset about something. He wouldn't make any noises, but I have a bunch of pictures on my phone of him like upset at different places, and it's just him laying face down on the floor. <laughs> I found it hilarious. <laughs> That is that is funny. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> Baby's just a baby. They just cry. He either wants the remote or the phone. I feel like babies have like a sixth sense about what they shouldn't be doing. Like it's like they know. They know what is dangerous and what's not. Yeah, but I yeah, but don't you also think that it's oh they see you with the remote and the phone? So they also they either want to mimic or they wanna see what it's what's going on, what that's all about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Especially like with like the phone or like the tablet. Yeah. For like my older one. That's all my all my younger one wants to do is be like his older brother. So he wants to play with his Batman toys and then my oh, my older sister gets up. He's like, Oh, you wanna play with the uh your brother? He does choose on things. <laughs> like, you can't argue with him. <laughs> like he's, it's a fact. <laughs> like, like, Oh, he's just a baby. Oh man. What's your biggest fear about like parenting? Uh, messing them up. <laughs> um, them turning into horrible people because of me. <laughs> that is my my number one fear is that they're just completely messed up. <laughs> yes, yeah, me too. And like I, I just want them to be, I don't know, like normal. Like I don't know my biggest fear, like about them, like going like to school and all. Like I just don't want them to be like picked on or being like yeah like that, like. yeah that too yeah want them to have friends and just fit in and, and they hey they don't have to be the most popular they're not going to be that's for sure and whether they're smart or not cross your fingers but um yeah you just don't want them to be picked on or left out when you become like a dad you find out things about yourself that you didn't know you had in you <laughs> i didn't realize like 
I really wanted to punch this. Like my son was probably like a year old, and we were at the park, and this kid had to be like four or five. My son and this other girl were playing like with this thing at the park, and this kid comes over and like kind of muscles his way past the girl, and they kind of like this like nudges my son, and like I don't like try to push him away. Oh, I was so mad. Like, you don't touch my son. I wanted to punch him. <laughs> like, I wanted to hit this kid. <laughs> He's like nudging my way. My son just like moved on and like forgot about it. But I was like, I was so mad. Like, Where's this kid's parents at? <laughs> Alex beats up a toddler. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know this good. kid was four or five. He knew better. <laughs> Because if it was me, I would just be like, I don't like confrontations. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> I don't. I'll just go away. I'm not gonna fight this. This five year old touches my kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my kid can't stick up for himself. Oh man. What you like that steak hill? You get like the instant reports. Like oh, he got bit or he got scratched from another kid. And that's the case. Like I think that stuff does happen, but I'm like. Sure. And then you go to like pun like I hope my kid's not the one biting other kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, as much as you don't want him to be picked on, you don't want him to be the bully either. Yeah, the one day I picked up my son from daycare, the older one, and like, oh, he has uh, two incident reports. Him and another kid were running, and he fell, and the other kid landed on his head, and he like face was scratched, and then like, and then he was taking a nap, uh, taking a nap at nap time, and another kid got up and kicked him in the face. <laughs> By accident. <laughs> and I was like, oh, poor buddy. He just got <laughs> hit and kicked in the face. We was fine. Oh, man. Yeah, we have a. So we we're going to cover some news stories on this podcast and other things. So the first news story is you brought to my attention about a, a breastfeeding commercial. Yes. So, yeah, let me. Um... Do you, do you want me to to read through it, or or you just want the synopsis? Yeah, the synopsis. Yeah. So, um, there's a there's a company called Frida. Um, we actually have uh, a couple products. Um, by them, I think they were first uh first started in Europe. Um, the company. Yeah, they're now based in Florida. I think we have their toothbrush, and then the nose sucker. The no sucker, yeah, that's the most popular thing I think uh, that everybody knows that they make, but they make a it few works. other things, it, and I guess, yeah, it, it it does work. That's for sure. It's kind of weird disgusting. when you look. Yeah, yeah, when you first look at it, I know my wife was turned off by it, but I thought it was both funny and interesting. But yeah, it does work. They had another commercial that they wanted to air. I don't know if it was um, during like the Super Bowl or something. The Academy Awards, I thought. Academy Awards, yeah, that's it. And um, it that was for, I don't know if that was for postpartum or what that one was for, but uh, yeah, it was. They yeah, it wasn't allowed to be aired because it was too graphic or whatever. So I guess they they just put it on YouTube and I guess it got viral and became popular that way. And so now they have this commercial for breastfeeding. That was aired during the uh, what was that the the Emmys or the, the Golden Globes? Golden sorry. Globes. Yeah. You have to keep your awards straight, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's so many, and they all happen around the same time. But yeah, so it was just like a 30 second spot during the Golden Globes, and it, it's uh, very graphic. They show a lot, 
and uh yeah i don't know i i get it i sing firsthand i know how how difficult breastfeeding can be and they they want to show that they're they're with you they're along for the ride um you know they have products that will help you you know get through it blah 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 it just seems like breastfeeding is very out there and uh you know women especially are not afraid to uh be very graphic about it out in public or <laughs> in commercials as well um so yeah it just seems something that's like out there lately well yeah I- I think it's like this new polarizing topic. Uh, I mean, I mean, we should just all support breastfeeding. It's keeping kids healthy. It's important for kids. Yeah, for sure. And breastfeeding does seem like it is awful. Yes. It's a lot of work. And, a lot of work. Well, you don't see like a lot of that stuff unless you see it like firsthand. Um, and that's what, I mean, this company is like putting out these like graphic, these real like commercials of showing what's going on really to get their names out there it's controversial breastfeeding is polar like i don't know why it's polarizing i think most people do cover up and like want their privacy why they do it i think a lot of people do it's like the people who get mad when they see somebody breastfeeding i don't get it i understand like i know it could be jarring if you're not expecting it you're like oh like you don't you don't (laughs) expect it like i can see that but like you also see yeah, you know, but you're seeing it like more uh, acceptable. You know, I know I work for a baseball team here in Cincinnati, and they put in some. And what baseball team is that, Alex? Well, you have to look it up. I don't know. <laughs> but they they have like a nursery area for parents, and then they have one. They just built another one because they were having so many people use it. And like wow. the lines were getting long. So, like, I think we're getting more and more okay with it, but this company just was trying to get their sure. name out there. And, like, like it, is, it is tough. I like, do you think it's something that you don't really expect a lot from. It seems like something, like, because you see it in the movies, and it's just, like, super easy, and it just happens and all. But yeah. I feel like more and more we're seeing, like, presenting, like, the struggles of breastfeeding, sure, which is sure. good. Yeah, and, you know, even, I think I think in Congress now they have, they have a, a breastfeeding room, I believe. Tammy Duckworth, who's a congressman actually from Illinois. Boo. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm building Illinois. I don't know. She's, a, uh, she's like, a, I think, like an Iraq war veteran who's missing limbs. So, yeah. But anyway. Um, so, yes, please boo her. But uh, no, I'm, no hey, hey, I'm not booing her. I'm booing the state of Illinois. <laughs> She had a, a child while serving in Congress, and she had to bre- breastfeed. So I, yeah. I, she brought that to the attention of you know whoever handles those things. And I think they, I don't know if they built a room or made a room that was that was already existing into a um, lactating or you know a breastfeeding room. And yeah, I know it was a it was a big news story, and you know people on both sides of the you know spectrum made made a big issue of it. But yeah, it's it's. Most certainly out there more. Yeah. Well, you're also seeing like it's more and more like working moms in like the past 30 or 40 years. It's not like a, it's a newer thing with working moms. Like uh, companies in the world just kind of has to do like adapt to it. And that's why you're seeing, I think you're seeing it more and more play out now. True. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. More. You know, which is a good thing. Obvious. That's it. Doesn't even have yeah, to be. Yeah, it's a good thing. Like it's, 
you know, but, but like we just have to. I think like the commercials like this like will probably help show like the struggle and all. Yeah, shed some light. On the subject. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't. I just don't get why it's a polarizing issue. This is something parents need to do. Yeah. Kids need to eat. That's all they want to do. <laughs> In the hospital, you know, I think there's like a lactating specialist. Yeah. That's supposed to help. And, yeah, yeah. And it just seemed like, I don't know. I don't know if it was just our hospital or if it's just that's how all hospitals are now handling breastfeeding. But it just seemed like between the classes that we took at the hospital and just our experience in the hospital was... If you basically, if you didn't breastfeed your kid, you are murdering your child. Is how they made us feel, at least, um, and how like the lactating specialist and the and the teachers in the in the classes made us made us and my wife feel. One of the nurses actually calls the lactating specialists uh, nipple Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, it's not just us. Even the nurses feel like. They kind of make you feel that way. Yeah, both. Yeah, both of our kids were our formula babies. Yeah, same. My wife tried, and oh, it's tough, you know. And like sometimes it just doesn't work out. But yeah, we did get like a vibe like that. But in my opinion was my kids eating. I don't give a damn. How I was getting no, food. yeah. And yeah, like the, formula yeah. is formula is like the most regulated thing. Like usually stuff that is going to kids is like super regulated. It's not letting your kids get terrible things. Yeah, breastfeeding is better for the kids probably, but formula's high quality, and yeah, as long as your kid's healthy and happy, it doesn't matter. Kids have been on formula for decades now, and we've seen any massive issues with that. But yeah, yeah, um, you know, my daughter was formula fed, and so far so good. So. <laughs> Yeah, the bad stuff came from you, not <laughs> Yeah, exactly. If anything is wrong, it, it came from, yeah, from me. One time I accidentally gave my oldest old formula, like that was sitting out. I thought it was like a new old bottle. It was like sitting out for a while. So I like looked up, like, is there anything wrong, like really with it? He was fine. It's one of those things when it's like two or three o'clock in the morning and you're not really paying attention. Yeah. And like, uh, like people's comments, like, "Oh, I, uh, I don't know how this could happen." Like, it happens. It's an accident. Like, I don't know. You like, you get so many like judgy parents because you're not doing the thing certain way, or you know, if your kids on formula post to breastfeeding, like, as long as your kid's healthy, it doesn't matter how they're like how they're eating. Yeah, you know. Um, and then hopefully, I'm just waiting until I got two more months and I can start giving my oldest milk, and that's. I don't have to make bottles anymore. It is nice once they're off the formula. It is it is nice, that's for sure. Yeah, you both ha- don't have to buy it anymore, and you don't have to, you know, mix it and shake it and make sure you got the I mean, not that it's difficult to make sure you got the amount of water and formula in there correct, but it's just, you know, it's just one of those hassles that's How many times no have you forgot how many scoops you've put in? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, it's... It's between that and then like some sometimes early in the morning or whatever, and you you put the formula in first and then the water, and you're not supposed to do that, so you have to pour it back in. Blah, but oh yeah, done that plenty. Well, uh, we have like a big mixer, so we make them all for like the next day. So oh, like nice. you fill up like 28 ounces, you put put 14 scoops in, and then you get to like nine or ten, you're like, 
was that 10? Was that nine? <laughs> you don't want to pull it out because you already did the bunch. Yep, yep, yep. It's just, I don't know. But yep, two more months, you're just going to get you're just starting in a couple months. I know. Yep, here we go. And then you had another quick story. Yeah, yeah. So um, it, this this popped up on Twitter. It got pretty uh, pretty popular on Twitter. But um, there's a, a Twitter account called New Netflix UK, um, and it's an unofficial uh, Netflix account that announces new additions, expiration dates, and removals from Netflix in the UK. And they posted a picture of a show that was coming to Netflix in UK called Word Party by uh, the Jim Henson Company. Uh, it, it, it's been on Netflix in the US uh, since 2016. I had never heard of it. We don't watch it. It's never popped up on our, on our Netflix feed or anything. Yeah, it's, it's a show with some little animals that play and learn with your kid. And it's by the, the Jim Hudson company, so you know it's good. The image was the logo word party with a little panda bear there. And they unfortunately used the N in Netflix as the, the logo for Netflix only above the uh, word party logo. So it looks like it says Jim Henson's N-word party. <laughs> So uh, you can imagine the comments on Twitter were both hilarious and people being very upset uh, <laughs> and couldn't believe how both that got past the marketing department and the graphics department and, <laughs> you know, whatever executive signed off on that. I actually Googled word party images uh, into Google and, yeah, I mean... With varying results, it came up with other images doing the same exact thing with just a very poor placement of that N in Netflix above Word Party. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the deal is or what they were thinking, but um, it just looks real bad. <laughs> I always thought like companies should just have like a couple people that are like just like drinking and hanging out, don't really do any work, but they run these things by it and like hey can this be made fun of or does this look bad you know you uh, you know you have like your graphics and your quality team but like you need people that have been like a couple beers in and like yeah it looks like this you know like that's what i always thought like it would be the best way to stop these problems because you get this a lot where like oh this looks like this image it's not good you know yeah like why would they do this and like I feel like if they're just like, oh, let's throw the Netflix logo on it. It's not a big deal. You know, I'm sure it's just like somebody saw a quick second. Oh, it looks good. It says word party and then the pain that we're fine. On my past work experience, I've worked with, you know, companies who are really dedicated in, in working on their branding and want to make sure that they really use certain logos or, or to really get across the company's image. If it's me, I'm I'm writing out the word Netflix on there. I'm not just using the letter N. I just, uh, yeah, that's super weird. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, same. I agree. I mean, you would think someone over there is is you know checking that, but um, 
Yeah. We're going to get into our judging part of our podcast where we judge people. So uh, I'm sure people have seen this online where this mom was doing the OnlyFans website. If you don't know what OnlyFans website is, to me, it's a giant waste of money. <laughs> people like, have accounts and like you can get like, and they charge and they'll send you like, they'll post like explicit pictures and like they'll co- like they'll respond to you and all, and I guess so you can interact with your fans, and it's a lot of like people in the adult film industry, and like some are a lot more graphic than others. Also, others are just pictures, but uh, to me, I don't know, it's just paying for that stuff yeah. is a waste of money. So a mom in California was doing, <laughs> and like her and her husband were doing it. They were earning like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month. Like that's like the kind of money these people can make doing it, oh, which is my. crazy to me. I that, didn't okay. That people spend yeah. Well, people spend money on this stuff. It's you can get I stuff didn't like know this it was that much either. The, wow. Yeah, like they. Wow. But they, so they were doing it, and like supposedly, like the marriage was on the rocks, and like this kind of brought them together, and like they were making money, and it wasn't hurting anybody. But they have three kids, and their three kids go to Catholic school. And now my pa- my beef is not with the parents doing the OnlyFans thing. That's fine. They're happy. It's not hurting anybody. Or you know, no one's getting in danger or anything like that. They're just doing this on like a side business. So another parent got wind of this and complained. Like a bunch of parents complained and all, and went to the school and wanted the kids kicked out of school because their parents were doing this thing. And to me, if you're the parents complaining about this thing, like that's a bunch of jerks like Nerd. they're not yeah like they're not hurting you it doesn't bother you most likely you're jealous of the lady po- doing the pictures the mom doing the pictures but like now you're affecting the kids getting them kicked out of school because you don't like th- what the mom does it's just like let's grow up like they're, and they're like who you don't want this bleeding in this school the kids though i think they said the three kids were 12 10 and 8 when i was 12 10 or 8 i i didn't know anything about this stuff like it's not going to affect your kids. Mm, come on, don't. Okay, lie. when I was when I was eight, I knew. But like, it's not like it's not going to like it's not going to affect your the uh your kids and all. It's like this. It's, why why are you throwing a fit about this? Yeah, I mean, I know it's out there on the internet, so everybody can anybody and everybody can see it. You know, if they pay the right amount, obviously. I also think it's like part of it is what you do in the privacy of your own home as long as it's not hurting anybody or, or threatening anybody or you should just be able to do it without you know any consequences and i it, the other side of it is you know it's a catholic school it's a private institution they can do whatever yeah. they want as, as far as who they kick out or don't kick out the issue is with i think the other mom um who ratted him out uh, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, it was like, dumb. you know, she probably caught her husband uh, subscribing to this account, <laughs> you know, and got mad. I mean, how else would she find out? Yeah, like how, like you, somebody had to go looking for this, like, well, got word from somebody and they're like, oh, and then like went looking for it because it's a private account. You have to pay for it. So they paid right. for it to get the pictures and like they sent them to the school and all wrote letters like. You're a Catholic school. Then the Bible said the sins of your father not affect like the sins of the kid or some crap like that. I'm not a, I'm not a yeah. What you said, the Bible. Yeah. Uh huh. I think the Bible. 
See, a lot of people don't realize is the Bible a lot of times says some crap like that at the end of like sentences. You know. (laughs) I think Jesus was quoted as saying and and stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah. do on each other as you have done on yourself. (laughs) Some crap like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You figure it out. (laughs) Uh, You know what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. But like, I don't know, as soon as it like says, like you getting, wanting the kids kicked out of school, it's just going too far. That, yeah. That's the case. I would have punched their kids. Like I would have. Uh, yeah. And and to me, like what's, what's the difference between what she's doing and somebody who works for like a private equity firm who's stripping a company of all its employees to sell it off somewhere and ruining, ruining people's lives. Yeah just to make money whereas this lady isn't harming anybody in fact no. she's she's making people feel better by showing yeah. <laughs> pictures that they want to see um she gets you know her kids kicked out of school for it it's just yeah i don't know it's it's messed up let them do whatever they want who cares yeah i just don't know why you like why would you be so upset wanting their kids kicked out is this yeah. Like you have to like sit back and like, do you think they sit at home like, yeah, we did good. We got them. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. do you feel good about yourself? Like, <laughs> you know, because like now you're making these kids change schools, which I don't know, changing schools always seems like it's terrible. Like, you probably have a bunch of friends. Age. Yeah. You know? Especially that, like, yeah, you have friends and all at the school. It's, I don't know, let's like grow up and let people live their lives as long as no one's getting hurt. The kids weren't involved or anything like that. It's just yeah. How mad did it get you that you did like a letter writing campaign to the school? Like that's what I don't get. Like how mad yeah. did it get you? You know. <laughs> you know those Catholics. We're gonna get into a final thing today. So we decided that we wanted to have a worst parents Hall of Fame. So we'll go in with one that I have always said was a bad parent. And I also think he exemplifies the stereotypical bad parents in movies. He has like the leather jacket. He buys like a motorcycle and all. I just rewatched the movie not too long ago. But we were talking about Mr. Bauman, played by Dermot Mulroney. In yeah, the Dermot Mulroney. Movie, yeah. In the movie Angels in the Outfield. The 94 classic. That's we watched it the other day. <laughs> so, so I read the, yeah, I read the Wikipedia page just to remind myself. I watched it tons as a kid, so I, I knew the movie, but just to remind myself of exactly what, what goes on in the movie. And it is, when you read it, I don't know if it's the same as rewatching it as, a, as an adult, but reading it was just absurd how crazy this movie is. <laughs> Well, so the premise of the movie is the main character, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, is in the foster home, and his dad's there to visit him. And his dad tells him, hey, I'm just going to sign over, sign you over to the estate. I can't take care of you anymore. Which is not like a bad move. But like he like sells his truck and bought some motorcycle because so, it's easy for him to try, uh, <laughs> travel. But at the Right before he leaves the first time, and Grant, like, they bring this up, the Angels baseball team is in dead last and on like a 14-game losing streak. So his dad tells him, okay, if the Angels win the pennant, we could be a family together again. 
<laughs> so Jason, Jason Gordon-Levitt's character plays that the angels win the pennant so he can be a uh, family again with his dad. So, and then Angel starts showing up, the head angel played by Christopher Lloyd. The cast of this movie is ridiculous. We have four <laughs> Oscar winners in this movie. Four. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd has won an Oscar? No, he's not one of them. Matthew McConaughey's won. Oh, he plays yeah, that's it. right. That's right. Yeah. Adrian Brody's won. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy, I didn't... Uh, ben Johnson, who plays the owner of the Angels, won one. And the Foster Carol runner won one. And then, like, the other... The rest of the cast is Danny Glover, Tony Danza, a bunch of, like, character <laughs> actors. Like, you remember, like, it's a, yeah, it's a yeah. stellar cast. Yeah. So, long story short is Jason Gordon-Levitt starts seeing angels and Danny Glover's an old grumpy coach who realizes that this kid can see angels and is helping them win. Yeah, and it's his last year before he retires and he's just too old for this shit, you know? Yeah, and then, <laughs> uh, so they eventually get the, uh, they get to the pennant and they uh, win and the dad's like, nah, I'm just still signing you over to the estate. The estate. <laughs> I really wanted. I really wanted to put him in the Hall of Fame. That's because he's just the stereotypical crappy dad, like outline that they had in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, what what I find funny about the the whole synopsis of this movie is that when he first tells the kid, you know, yeah, we can be a family again if the the angels win the pennant, and you know, I just look at it as well, he was throwing it out there as like a joke like yeah like if if pigs could fly we'd be a family again but then the kid actually believes and thinks that that's going to be the case and that his dad would actually take him back if the angels win the pennant it's like so mean (laughs) the other oscar winner was brenda fickle never heard of her Uh, she's the first irish woman to win the oscar best supporting actress Mm -hmm. i don't know it's a great movie i just rewatched it yeah, you know, it's a good movie. Like it hold, I think it like holds that well. Yeah, yeah you think the so? Acting, the acting's good in it. I recommend <laughs> watching it. I feel like it's one of the '90s sports movies that get pushed aside because the premise is ridiculous. You know. Yeah, and and what I found out was it's a it's based off another movie. It's like a I don't know if it's a direct remake or if um they just took some of. The story from it, but yeah, it's like a movie from, I don't know if it's the 40s or 50s or something, but yeah, there was some other movie called Angels in the Outfield. Again, really messed up that uh, this guy throws out that line and then the kid actually believes it and then does actually get angels to help the team win the pennant. They do, and then the dad still doesn't take him back after this crazy thing happens in this movie. What? (laughs) But spoilers, he does get his family. He ends up, (laughs) Danny Glover's character ends up adopting him. And he adopts his best friend, JP. And they (laughs) be a family together. What about the other kids in the foster home, you know? Just those two? Well, there's only three. It's a short-term foster home. The one kid gets gets placed with another family like halfway through the movie. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's a good, I don't know, it's a good kids movie. It's fun. Sure. So our first, our, our inaugural um, inductee to Worst Parent Hall of Fame is Mr. Bowman, played by Dermot Mulroney. 
So congratulations, Mr. Bowman. Um, you are our first member inducted into the Worst Parents Hall of Fame. I look forward to inducting more terrible parents into this Hall of Fame. Well, thanks for joining us on our first episode. I hope you had fun. I had fun. Yeah, um, I, I had fun. We had some laughs. We, uh, we I think, discussed some, uh, some really good really good stuff here. Yeah. So if you want to, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at the worst parents out there. And if you have any questions or you want our advice or anything, you can send us an email at the worst parents out there at gmail.com, right? Yeah, it's worst worst parents out there at gmail.com. It's all written out. And then yeah, same with uh Twitter and Instagram. It's worst parents out there. Um we're on both, so so yeah. Hit us up if, if you're interested. Follow us um, and send send some questions if you would like our sage advice. We will answer them on the podcast. And you guys have a great day. Yep. See you next time. Sleep tight and don't let the bed bugs put their foot in your ass. I've abandoned my child. I've abandoned my child. I've abandoned my boy. Dad. Are we having a father-son moment? We were. You ruined it by mentioning it. Oh, splinter!